Hey, welcome to the Journey Together podcast. This is week number four, where we are talking about health and fitness. And yep. I'm Josh. I'm Anna. And we want to first just right out the gate tell you we are no health expert. We have no training outside of just having a, a life experience of coaches and a desire to be healthy. Right. I want to be healthy and strong. Uh, we recognize that health and fitness uh, can totally overwhelm you. <laughs> the moment you hear it, like right. the moment I hear the word diet, I want to go eat a Snickers bar <laughs> and an entire box of Pop-Tarts to yes. store up for when I'm not doing it. Right. And that is not our goal out of this no. podcast. No. It's not a guilt trip. No, We're not this trying to make not, you feel guilty. No. no. When we talk about health and fitness, we're not talking about body image. We're not talking about this unhealthy and unrealistic approach to um, body image, health, health and fitness. We're just of how not. you look. Right, we're not. No. It's literally just setting some good, healthy boundaries and standards in your life that you can walk with and in and enjoy life. And we believe that healthy, um, healthy habits will produce in you just a better knowing of, yeah, I feel good. I feel good about myself. I feel good about what I'm doing. Getting outside is like one of the best things ever. I want to feel strong. Uh, we've got three boys and a little girl. Uh, we want to be active and yeah. we want to stay up with them. I told all of my boys uh, that I will race them and beat them in a race until they are 12 years old. Yeah. Uh, our oldest will be 18 this year. Of course, he can blow me out. Of, they all are faster than me now. Maybe not the third. He's 12. I need to race him. I yep. need to race him. Uh, but I'm determined that I'm going to stay healthy and strong and enjoy my life. Right. Uh, and a, a part of that is making, um, making decisions and really a commitment to my overall health. Yes. Now, you who are watching right now, you see that we are in our fitness clothes. And you'll be like, you plan that. We did, actually, because we practice what we preach. We just finished a run walk on the beach, which we decided just a few years ago to really put into practice a routine of healthy, natural, easy, and um, practical approaches to our health and fitness. And so we actually did a program called 75 Hard. Some friends of ours encouraged and challenged us to participate. Now, we have always been healthy. Ish. Ish. And, and on top, I mean, I wouldn't say that healthy, it's all rel relative to your definition of that. But for us, did I have some unhealthy food habits? Yes. I had an unhealthy relationship with breakfast cereal at nighttime before bed. And I can successfully say now that it's been a year and a half since I've had a bowl of cereal at night. Okay. For some of you, you're like, why can't he eat his bowl of cereal at nighttime? What's the big deal? So you've got to explain yourself. Well, I, I felt sluggish. And it was also a, a mental thing of like, I got to get you know my bowl of cereal in and then I can go to sleep at night. No, I didn't have to have it before I go to sleep at night. And that... That amount of calories before you go to bed isn't great. And I could sense and feel a difference when I go to bed with eating a healthier snack 
versus eating that with my mind racing or a healthier sleep um, routine. So that's where that's the whole point of this. But we're no experts. So you, right now, I want you to understand, you can Google, you know, health and fitness, and you're going to find out a plethora of way more information than what we could give you. No, but we wanted to talk about it because uh, it's valuable, right? Our podcast is The Journey Together, and in our journey, we have recognized that health and fitness is a huge part of this for us. Right. Um, and we want to encourage you to have a different perspective about it. Because you might right now think, I need to turn this off because I hate working out. Okay, that's fine. Uh, this is where you're opening your heart to say, all right, I might hate this aspect of it, but what can I do? Don't be so quick to turn it off because it's not something that you enjoy. I believe that God has a plan just for you yep. that works with your unique design yeah. that uh, that will help you to reach those healthy goals. Yeah, and it's just, it's slowly taking back some of these things. Like, uh, you know, maybe you cut back on this. Maybe you approach doing one, one walk a week outside or doing something. It's just something where you begin to form healthy habits because we saw a result in our own lives when we did this and we liked what we saw and how we felt and what we experienced. And that's what we're talking about today. It's, it's Josh and Anna's experience of what we had, and, um, and that's, that's all we're coming from. That's what we want you to know. So one of the spiritual angles at this for me is some, a scripture that we say all the time at our church, and that's Proverbs 18.21. Now, in the NLT version, it says it differently than the way I quote it. I always quote it, life and death are in the power of the tongue, right? Well, here in the NLT, it says, and I just, I love it. It says, the tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. So guys, I want us to begin to speak life in the healthy, in the fitness of what we're doing. That, you know what? Begin to speak out those healthy things you want to see in your life. Healthy habits, healthy eating, a healthy relationship with food. Begin to speak yeah. those out. Uh, healthy bedtime habits. Yeah. Uh, so we chose to do 75 hard. It's been, what, two years now? Yeah. And uh, another pastor friend of ours brought it to us. He goes, hey, I've got this challenge. It's for 75 days. Um, let's be account accountability partners together, and let's really grow in this. What was cool about having an accountability partner in 75 hard uh, where there are days that you wanted to quit and you really needed that encouragement. We needed someone else to speak life into us the same way that we were speaking life into them. Yeah. And uh, I think a part of this, whatever you're choosing to commit to right now with health and fitness, it is important to find people that encourage you along the way, to have an accountability partner that will come alongside of you when you want to quit or when you want to give up uh, that say, hey, you know what? I want to do this with you. I just did a challenge over December, and I'm finishing it up uh, actually right now in January. Uh, December was two miles a day. I was with a group of people, and every day we texted each other and just said, hey, you're doing great. How are your two miles? Uh, I'm super proud of you. Uh, and then we went into a fast in January, and I'm thankful that I had people alongside of this challenge with me because it's not always easy when you make that commitment. Because your body, it it can get mad at you. 
<laughs> when you choose to get healthy. Well, especially when you come off the holidays and you're yes. just willing to just, you know, your body's on like, anything. no, I don't want to do this. Right. All the sugar and yes. the carbs. And... So it's good to have people alongside of you that are supporting you with this. Yeah. Yeah. So what we want to encourage you to chip away at it. Now, some of you are like, man, you're just you just go all in and you can do that. And some of you are like, maybe I can do this once a week. Make plans. Get an accountability partner. Ask them to go with you in it. Ask your spouse to walk with you. Knock on your neighbor's door and say, hey, I see you walk all the time. Would you be willing to to stop at my door, knock on my door, and, and invite me out with you? Would you do that for me? And, uh, and, and when you begin that process, you're going to start seeing some results. You're going to see the healthy side that you go, this is great. Now, to give you a great example for us uh, that we did uh, um, or from us is when we did 75 Hard, one of the requirements with this program was to have a diet. Now, we chose the diet that we chose wasn't a formulated diet by such and such or whatever. We, we looked at each other and said, let's cut out all sugars, like, you know, the, the unhealthy sugars, the donuts, the cereal at nighttime, those types of things. But then we also said, let's, when, in cutting out those sugars, we said, but let's be realistic. We're a family of six, and we eat pizza every week. So a part of our diet was to have pizza, which was fine, but we had to start with salad first. So we would have salad then instead of eating, you know, four, five, six slices of pizza, it was like one slice of pizza, yeah, two, two maybe. And we also did leg day that day. So like leg day burns it out of you and you can eat that pizza and that's not so bad. That was a healthy diet. And we actually maintained that for months and months after we had finished 75 hard. Now, am I still eating a salad before pizza? I'm not. Um, am I eating back to the three or four slices? Yeah, I am. And that's a reminder of realizing, okay, I got off track. Let's get back on track. And so we've been discussing that again of like how to get it back on track and how to, how to do this, how to, how to get into a healthy state of mind that we were pre previous to this. Okay, so let's talk about uh, what this really looks like in your life. For me, the first part of this is commitment. Yep. And... You just said, okay, I was doing this, but now I need to do it again. All right, there is a commitment involved that uh, we recognize in being healthy that you first have to commit this to the Lord. He is your greatest accountability partner. And there are going to be moments that you realize, oh, man, I can do better. You got to give your, some, yourself some grace with this. That's where God comes in and helps us. Um, I absolutely love Proverbs 16, verse 3. Commit your works to the Lord, and your thoughts will be established. Where you come and you say, Lord, I need your help. I want to commit this time of healthy eating or uh, this fast to you, uh, this uh this time where I'm trying something new, fitness-wise, you're trying to go to the gym regularly, where you say, God, I, I just know I need to get healthy. Uh, and you know that you've been up and down with it. Um, a huge part of commitment and committing this to God and asking for his help is then saying, okay, there are going to be days that I don't want to do this. And when you have a commitment, you know that that there's a reward at the end, 
uh, makes all the difference. Right. This is a mental toughness that yeah. you're developing. That's what's really key about this. And you're gonna you're gonna feel a reward with it. I mean, you know the reward. It's an internal reward. Man, I just I feel good. I love when I see people who are in the season of working out, and they'll say to to you know to me, they'll go, "This is the healthiest I, healthiest I've felt in a long time." And you're like, "Yeah, that's great." And you celebrate with them, and that's one of those key, wonderful, like beautiful pictures of like, "Man, great, good," and because you know it. So that's where setting a commitment and begin. Taking that step is is key. I'll start on Monday. <laughs> I think you should start today. Don't start on Monday. Mondays okay. are the worst. No, so let's talk about this commitment with consistency. Yeah. Uh, because that would come right alongside of uh, having a, a commitment with the, with the Lord and really setting those healthy mental boundaries of, God, I need you to help establish my thoughts with this. Because there are going to be days that I don't want to do it. There are going to be days that I hate it. There are going to be days that I'm tired. And I really want to be consistent. So don't set yourself up for failure. This is where we miss it right. with fitness and health. You're like, if I don't work out seven days a week, then then you know what? Then I'm not doing something. And then what? guess what? You're probably not going to get seven days in all of the time. I recognized as a mom of four uh, and with our lifestyle and what that looked like, uh, that my expectations had to be, you know, if I can do three days this week, then that'll be great. Anything above that, man, then I'm I'm just getting extra. But I'm going to get three days in, and I might not get to go to the gym, but it might be that I get a walk for 20 minutes. Or when the kids are little, I'd have the jogger stroller, and I'd go around the neighborhood, or I'd take them to a park. And that was okay. Right. So when you set that expectation uh, that's where you, you've got to really say, okay, what can I be consistent with? What's the realistic viewpoint here? And it helps, it helps you to stick to it and, um, and really be successful. Yeah. And so then outside of commitment and that step of, of just doing the first step, then it really is um, with the health, healthy expectation. that We always talk about healthy expectations. And it's just because it's so true this notion of like, I'm going to lose 50 pounds. And then you may even get to a plateau and you're not losing weight. And it needs to be a shift of something you're eating or something you're doing. And there's all, again, there's so many health nuts and experts out here that can tell you what you need to do. And so I would encourage you to research that. Don't get frustrated, get over it and keep moving. Okay. But that mental discipline is key. It's so important because you could get stuck, you could plateau, but having a healthy expectation, saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do 50 pounds, 20 pounds, 30 pounds. I lost 30 pounds when we started working out. And, um, you know, I needed to lose that 30 pounds. There was a season where I blamed my wife for shrinking my shirts. Please tell this story. And Let's go. I, I was, I went in, I tried on this shirt. I told her that something was wrong and that she was drying my clothes on high or whatever. I started the blame game. And so she then, and also was having back problems. I was having some health issues. And she said, Josh, very kindly, Josh, I am not shrinking your shirts. You've gained a little weight. And that wasn't easy to hear, and I couldn't receive from her. 
And she admits this. She'll say, I couldn't receive from her because I took offense to it. Because I want to be the knight in shining armor, physical stud that she deserves. Now, again, that's my thoughts of what she wants. She's happy no matter what size I am and who I am. She wants me to be healthy, though. So she began to pray, and God sent someone in my life that took me and said, hey, let's go to the gym, and I'll, I'll teach you how to work out. And I started learning how to work out. And now I have a, a understanding of what it's like to go into the gym and doing, you know, uh, a, um, a process of, of, of how to work out. So it's a, you know, there's, again, I don't want to give you an instance of how I work out because you need to figure that out. But, but knowing I should do shoulders and arms separate from back and triceps, you know, whatever. All, all that say, you need to learn how to work out. So he taught me how to learn, work out. I felt more confident in the gym, going in there, knowing what I'm supposed to do. And then guess what? My back started feeling better. And I was, I was in a state of even a spiritual, not depression, but a spiritual deficit. And I was in an unhealthy spot. And I was awakened to why was I in a healthy, unhealthy physical spot was because I was in an unhealthy spiritual spot. I began to see the importance of what the scriptures talk about, which, you know, we see in 1 Timothy 4.8, for while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way, and as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. So spiritually, I changed Physically, I started seeing some need of change, and it all just coincided. And now I don't blame my wife, and I'm sorry for that <laughs> immaturity of who I was. I love you. I love you. I'm not, I wasn't mad. And I really did pray. And you know what's cool about prayer with health and fitness? God does exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or think. Right. He met... Uh, that need in a far greater measure with what I had prayed than than I could have ever even hoped for for you, because uh, you got blessed with free supplements. You learned how to do this. Yeah. It was it was a turnaround for you, and uh, I was extremely thankful for it. Um, you know, we're talking about this, and it could be whatever. Make sure that you talk to your doctor about your fitness needs as well. Okay. You always want to use wisdom with whatever you're doing. I just need to put that out there. But I want to touch on what you said about physically, that it came, you recognized spiritually that you were needing to to um, to really take some things to the Lord. And this is where health and fitness comes in uh, with stress. Often we are stressed out to the max and uh, we are dealing with stress in an unhealthy way. Yeah. Uh, and the goal of fitness and the goal of being healthier, having a healthier lifestyle, is to come alongside of you and to help you manage daily stress, to help you manage work stress, to help you manage life in a way that, for me, whenever I exercise and I'm listening to worship music and I'm just zoned out or whatever it might be, it helps me to uh, clear my mind and physically to truly de-stress. So stress is the body's reaction to any change and that requires an adjustment or 
a response. And the body reacts to these changes with physical, mental, and emotional responses. Stress is a normal part of life. We know that. You can experience stress from your environment, uh, your body, your thoughts. And uh, this is where we need to recognize that I need to de-stress. And a part of de-stressing is uh, it's an attitude adjustment to the stress that you're experiencing through this grand adventure that we call life. Right. Uh, so de-stressing is truly releasing bodily or mental tension. Right. First Peter 5, 7, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. 75 hard, when we chose to do this, uh, God knew that we needed to de-stress. And God used a natural... Uh, Really, it, it's not a godly program at all. It was a natural program to help us during a challenging season. And your your mom had been in the hospital battling COVID. Uh, she had passed away. We were doing this program during that entire time. And to be quite honest, if we were not committed to this, uh, I do think that I would have I would have done all sorts of unhealthy th- things during that time. Um, because we had chosen to be healthy and we were walking, we were working out once and then walking each day, a part of this, because you had to exercise twice a day for 45 minutes, a part of 75 hard. Every day for those 75 days in this extreme time of, of grief and grieving, we were walking, sometimes talking, sometimes not, but dealing with a hardship in, uh, in a healthy way. And God knew we needed, we needed to, to move and we needed to eat well. Um, when I get stressed out, I'm an emotional eater. And it's wonderful having accountability or having a commitment that during those moments, I can go, oh, you know what, Lord, I've committed this to you. I'm putting you, my thoughts are established with you. I'm accountable to you. And I don't need those things because it's not going to help in this moment. Right. Um, and that's where discipline comes in. Oh, you guys, most people do not like the word discipline. It's like a dirty word Run in their it. book. Right. Yeah, and God wants us to live a disciplined life. I've been talking to the Lord about areas that need discipline in my life right now, and He is straightening me out, uh, and I'm extremely thankful. I've worked out the majority of my life. I've been healthy, fairly healthy, the majority of my life. And even through all of that, a few years ago, the Lord, I was in prayer, talking to him about some just different areas that I was dealing with, you know, normal day of prayer. And he was like, hey, when are you going to be happy with you? I really, the spirit of God, right on the inside, you know, that beautiful, still small voice, when are you going to be happy with you? And it hit me of, oh my goodness, Because how often do we think health and fitness and we immediately go to this unhealthy, unhappy place in our thoughts? And uh, when the Holy Spirit ministered that to my heart, it was to awaken me to realize the whole purpose of health and fitness is to not be stressed out with how I look (laughs) or how I feel, you know, but to truly just be happy no matter what the situation and to not pick myself apart to enjoy what I'm doing. And I started to make changes with how I viewed health and fitness. And I even wrote down, um, 
Anna's Every Day I'm Working On It Top 7. Do you like that? I want to hear this. Okay, because I do not want to live the rest of my life being unhappy with me. And that the only reason I'm going into gy- to the gym is to be happy. That's not the right reason. No. The only reason that I'm trying to get healthy is to be happy with me. No, I just need to be happy with who God created me to be and enjoy life. I want to enjoy my walks and my runs, or if I don't run, or you know whatever it might right. be. That's a great point, right? To enjoy what you're doing, not not enjoy, you're not gonna. It's like as if you're. It's through punishment to try to enjoy the results. Like that's not it. No. Or to look a certain way. This is not what we're talking about. No, it's that's actually wrong just thinking. Enjoying the walk, enjoying the process, enjoying going to the gym, enjoying working. I mean, I like the I like that muscle challenge or whatever. It's not about the result. Like as if you're punishing you for that result. Yeah. No. And each one of us have a different enjoyment. Right. Maybe you like to ride your bike. Maybe you like to walk. Maybe you do love to run or you like going to the gym or you you like doing Pilates on your mat in front of your TV each day. But whatever it is, you own it and you say, God, I thank you that you are helping this uh, to bring health to my life as a de-stressor that that I can just enjoy every every step of the way. Okay. Anna's every day I'm working on it top seven. Love it. You ready? Go. Uh, Wake up thankful. That before I put my feet on the ground, I thank God for the day. We're talking about health and fitness. You need to just you need to thank God you're alive, you're breathing, and that God's blessed you with that day. Uh, so to be thankful. All right. Number two, eat to live, not live to eat. And I'm committed to um, to enjoying a relationship with food that that I want to be healthy but I I'm I'm not a a slave to a to food you know like right. it's truly God I'm committing this to you what do you want me to eat yeah what's your best for my life I've had to eat some different uh, I I call it a lifestyle change but I've had some different lifestyle changes over the years due to different health needs and uh, it's not always easy. Um, one time I prayed and I was like, God, I would really like to just eat whatever I want. And I was having some problems, some digestive problems. And the Lord, I really, I, I just, that's how I prayed. And the Lord was like, mm, I asked you to cut these things out and you are not obeying me. Like I knew it in my heart. I was supposed to cut some things out. And the moment I did, it was an immediate change. Hmm. Immediate. So you've got to be led by the Spirit of God on what He's requiring of you, and then you ask the Holy Spirit for help. Right. I haven't asked Him to change my taste buds so I would enjoy those foods better. Because sometimes healthy eating does not come across enjoyable. Well, I think it's because you get, <clears throat> excuse me, you get into the addiction of the carb, which they say is completely real. I mean, that idea of sugar, more sugar, more sugar. Your body wants those things, and so. It's not good. Okay. Don't be so hard on yourself. This is part of my seven things. It's really good. Don't stop beating yourself up. Right. For what you didn't do or what you did do. After I had my fourth kid, I had um, our, wait, our fourth child. Yeah. Why is it always your Sorry. fourth it's, child? It's ours. I, my, for our first child, I gained <clears throat> 87 pounds that first pregnancy. I gained a 70 something the second and then another almost 90 the third. Um, and then, 
I lost all the weight, got in shape, got pregnant again, and I had some unrealistic expectations after that fourth kid. And I was really hard on myself when I realized they weren't happening. Um, and I, once again, I was talking to the Lord about it all. And he said, Anna, you can't do everything, but what you can do, do it to the best of your ability. It was a great eye-opening moment of stop beating yourself up and do what you can. Okay, if you can do five minutes of something healthy, get out a jump rope and jump rope for five minutes. I've got two jump ropes at our house right now. And I'm not jump rope. Yeah, you know on your watch, your fitness watch, they've got a little jump rope exercise thing. Not happening. I Listen, I, I am like pro jump roper now. Maybe not, right. but I enjoy it. Okay, so don't be so hard on yourself. Move your body. So that goes to just move your body. Anna, seven things, move your body, Let's whatever do. it looks like. Do it. Do some jumping jacks. You know, move your body. All right, drink more water. You guys. That's hard for a lot okay. of people, but you have to start drinking you water. You hated water. Yeah, but you, and there's some, there's alternatives to water. There's the fizzy water stuff, which some people still would say is bad, but I, I got to have fizzy water at least something fizzy for dinner. I know that sounds horrible to say that I so have So you drink to. sparkling water now for dinner is yes, what you enjoy. Yes, the bubblies, yeah. the different things you, like that, just to do. give me something. But drinking water is definitely so much better for you. Once at, once again, ask God for help to enjoy water. Right. Yeah. All right, then give it to Jesus. Yeah. That's what you were talking about of casting those cares on the Lord. Have to. Being healthy. Um, with your fitness walk, with mental health, setting those boundaries, give it to Jesus. When In 1 Peter 5, when he says that, in the Greek, that actually means to roll those cares onto God, an actual physical rolling, where you say, God, I'm giving this to you. Uh, when you give it to him, then you're allowing him to come in and to do something far greater with it than you ever could yourself. All right, then my final thing, seven, these are things I'm working on. Anna, go We're to always sleep. Working on always working on it. Always working on it. Anna, go to sleep. Some of y'all aren't healthy because you won't go to bed. And you're, you're just not sleeping. Turn off your phones. Turn off the television. And I'm going to be real. I'm putting myself in that It takes a little bit to get category. used to it. But you will learn to go to sleep like you were living in the 1800s. God, God wants us to sleep well. He says he gives his beloved sweet rest. You know, I think of that all the time. At night, I um, it's my quiet time. And I often, that's when I talk to the Lord, I write things down, but then I'll get this second wind of energy that I should not get. And before you know it, it's midnight. And I'm like, what is the matter with you? You have four kids. You do not go to bed. Uh, so a part of... My consistency for this year is truly trying to go to bed earlier, um, and and I'll be the first to admit I'm a work in progress with it. You fall asleep in like 30 seconds, by the way. Sometimes. It's it a gift. Yeah, 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 for sure. So all of this encompassing of everything we're talking about, setting healthy goals, commitment, starting it, and as Anna points out, her seven healthy types of habits, you need to do this. Clearly, being that we are pastors, we're talking from a place of spiritual, of health, spiritual healthiness always, and that leads us to Ephesians chapter four, verses twenty-two through twenty-four, which is throw off your sinful nature. And 
your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and your attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be the God, uh, like tr- created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. We believe that when you begin with Christ Jesus, when you make Him your source, you begin to renew your mind. You begin to see things in a different way. You're in turn not only spiritually going to tra- be transformed. But you're going to start seeing some healthier reasons to live a long life because you have a gifting that God's placed inside of you, a purpose, and you're going to want to have that long life. And it's important to kick off bad habits, um, begin down that path of choosing life and not death, and, and setting those healthy goals and beginning to see them achievable. And that's what it's all about. Yeah, and you'll feel good. Yeah. Okay, I've got another scripture. I've loved all of these scriptures in this podcast. Go for Um, it. Psalm 37 is phenomenal. Uh, Starting in verse 3, it says, Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. For some of you, you have desires actually to get healthy, uh, but it's been challenging or the consistency hasn't been there. You've been up and down with it. And this is where he says, delight yourself in me. I want to help you. I want to come alongside of you. I want to encourage you. I'm going to send people to encourage you. I'm going to, what was super cool after I had Carly and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm having a hard time with this. Someone blessed me with uh, like 10 training sessions that I would have never paid for myself at the gym. Huge blessing. Right, it was. And I didn't even ask, like, I didn't even ask for it. And God just came in and dropped a blessing because it was a desire and I had taken it to him and he did something far greater. It was, it really blessed me. Then I love in verse five of Psalm 37, commit your way to the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the new day. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret, it only causes harm. That whenever we make a choice to rest in God, to commit our health, our fitness to him, to truly ask for his help, man, he'll start just speaking to your heart what works for you. He'll give you wisdom. You ask for wisdom, understanding. Uh, And out of that, uh, we'll see... Uh, a healthy spirit, soul, and body. Yep. And uh, and that's that's super cool yeah. because that's how I want to live. Yeah. I want to speak life in every area of my life. I want to see the best. I want to train my mind to be not only spiritually disciplined, but physically disciplined. That I want to have a mental discipline. That I'm willing to push through some of those moments and not live in angst, to live in just this, just, you know, um, dread of like every aspect of my life. I want to live life to the fullest, and I want to get myself up. I want to challenge, and so I hope that to this podcast challenges you. I hope this challenges you to say, you know, let me begin somewhere. Let me present this to the Lord and and allow God to supernaturally just show up in such a way that he gives you the spark you need, that he encourages you the, the, where you need to be encouraged, because that's what it's about. We've got to learn to um, to allow God's word to encourage us, and we got to allow the Holy Spirit to, you know, 
sharpen us in every area of our lives. And so some of you, you know that God's been speaking to you for a long time. I, I believe it. I believe that that God's been speaking to you and you've you've just kind of been pushing it off when you're like, you know what, I need to get up. I need to go do this. I need to try that. I need to do it. Let this be your sign. Do it. Try it. Yeah, and God will bring people to encourage you along the way, okay? Or be that person that starts a group with someone that says, hey, you know what? We're going to do a two-mile challenge this month that every day we walk two miles. And then every day you're going to send a scripture and encouragement. Start that process, commit it to the Lord, and allow Him. He wants to add the increase to your life. Um, uh, God cares about your desires. He cares about your health. He cares about your well-being. And uh, and I love that about the Lord yeah. that He wants me to be healthy and strong and and to feel good, and and to just be happy. Yeah, you know I'm not talking about like this deep sense of joy. Um, we have joy in the Holy Ghost. We have joy in the Lord. I'm talking about your everyday happiness. That you look at yourself in the mirror, and even on those tough days, you go, "I'm happy because God's taking care of me, and He's yeah. He's there with me right in the middle of this." That's great. That's perfect. So make it happen, guys. Get out there. Try something new. Maybe it's pickleball. Maybe it's road cycling. Maybe it's just, a, like we've been talking, a nice, brisk walk. Maybe it's just getting up and moving around. Do something where you feel good, where it's just fun and enjoyable. Go out. If you have the money, buy a Peloton. I don't know. Just get out and do something because it's going to make the difference. So... I hope this challenges you. I hope this sparks an interest in you because it's important. It's really, really important. So, guys, thanks for tuning in. For me and my wife, Anna, we love you guys. We look forward to seeing you outside because that's where we're going to be. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm, I'm going to—I was going to say I was going to, like, run you into the ground, but it's that's terrible wow. to finish that. I know, and it's not true. We In our run— that we just went on. Josh was much faster than me. Maybe I should finish on this. Stop comparing yourself with everyone else around you. I get mad at him because whenever we run, he runs faster and because I'm super competitive. Is that a terrible way to end this? I have no, no idea. Th- we're getting honest. We're getting yeah. honest here. It's okay to be competitive. I know. So I've had to recognize, stay in my lane and be happy with my pace because my pace is good. I know. So stop looking at everybody else, you guys. Right. Maybe we should finish on that. No comparison. No comparison. Do we have to say that eight million times? No comparison. It's pointless. Yeah. You be you in Christ Jesus. You enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. That's it. That's it. All right, guys. Have a good one. Bye.